0: You're listening to the Life Coaching Secrets Podcast, episode number 54. Did you know that life coaches are needed now more than ever? I'm Frank Macri, founder of Thriving Coach Academy. I've trained over a thousand coaches and helped them launch their own successful coaching businesses. If you want to make an incredible income and impact as a coach and have a lot of fun doing it, I'll show you exactly how to get it done. This is Life Coaching Secrets. What's up, coaches? In this episode, I'm going to talk about the signs. It's time to change career paths. I am so excited about this topic. And I think what makes this a really exciting time in our world is that so many people are questioning their career paths. So many people are putting their foot down and saying I'm done. I am no longer putting up with this job, with this company, with this boss. And there's a term called the great resignation, which is the term to describe the incredibly high number of people in the United States that are quitting their jobs and finding new careers and starting their new business, their own new businesses, which I think is amazing. So even though the pandemic has been a very tough time for all of us, it's also opened up some interesting new possibilities for people. And I think one of those new possibilities is considering, hmm, what is the work that I really want to do? What is the career path that really makes me come alive? Or what is the business that... I've been wanting to explore for so long and I'm finally going to give myself permission to explore it. So in this episode, I'm going to share the signs that it's time to change career paths and this is going to be helpful for you if you are in that space right now where you're questioning whether you want to stay in your current job or leave it behind to pursue something else. It's also going to be helpful for you to listen to this episode if you are planning to do any kind of career coaching. And you, you intend to work with clients who might be navigating this big decision because it's one of the bigger decisions we make in our life. What is, what is the work we want to do? Now, this is not a light topic. This is pretty serious stuff because when you think about the amount of time we devote our life to work, it's pretty substantial. If you think about 24 hours in a day, most people might get about eight hours of sleep per night. And then in their waking hours, They might devote about half of those hours to their work. And then you include the time that one might commute to their jobs, and it's even more. So for many people, half of their waking hours or more is devoted to their work. So it's incredibly important to have an understanding of of really how to navigate any kind of changes you want to make in your career so you're not settling for a job that isn't fulfilling you, that's not lighting you up. So before we go into this topic, I want to give a shout out to one of our newest coaches. His name is John. He recently enrolled in Thriving Coach Academy. And his story is, is so relevant to what I'm going to cover in this episode. John was working as an educator for over 20 years. And he knew for a long time that what he was really born to do was be a teacher. But then he started to question if that was really what his calling was. And when he reflected on it, he realized that what gave him the most fulfillment was not the teaching part at all. It was having the conversations with his students where he would help them figure out their why, where he would support his students in uncovering who they are and why they are here. That was what was at the essence of John's passion. And when he realized that, he opened himself up to other career options and he fell into life coaching and ended up connecting himself with Thriving Coach Academy and getting into our program. So big congrats to John on taking the leap into life coaching and we're so excited to see where you take your coaching career. And John is not alone. There are so many people I talk to and our team talks to and we hear stories like this all the time where they're working in a career path for so long, but something's off They like that they're able to connect with people or they want to have deeper connection with people, but they don't want to deal with all of the drama and all of the exhaustion that they're having in their current career. So when we think about why people end up in their careers, for a lot of people, it might just be the thing you took, the thing you chose to take on after you finished college or after you finished grade school. Maybe it was aligned with the subject that you majored in or studied the most about, Maybe you are in a career now because it was your family business or the industry a lot of your family worked in. Or maybe you took on a career because you felt a bit pressured to go down that career path because your uh, parents wanted you to become a doctor or a lawyer uh, or something like that where your, your parents gave you a lot of that pressure and you wanted to uh, impress them and you wanted to get their love and acceptance. So there's nothing wrong with you if Any of these reasons are why you're in the career path you're in now. Um, I know for many people, though, they get into a career and they might start out with very high energy and think, this is what I'm born to do. This is it. I found my passion. And then over time, things start to change and those feelings start to go away. And sometimes people question, hmm, I'm not really sure if this is what I want anymore. And you might have this conflict going on in your head, wondering if there's something wrong with you and whether or not you should stop having resistance and you should just be grateful for what you have. And I want to challenge all of that in this episode and reveal to you why it's absolutely normal and necessary at times for you to question your career path and for you to change your career when it's no longer serving you. It is okay to change your career even if you've been in that career for a long time, even if you thought at one point that that career you were in or are in was the one, it's okay to change. And it's never too late to do that. And when you give yourself permission to change career paths, there's so much more that you're gonna open up in your life. Now, we're not taught to know when it is appropriate to change career paths. We are just expected to show up to a job and work. This is a big decision though that, It's important you know how to make. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't know when it's appropriate to change career paths because they don't know the signs to look out for. So as a result, they end up tolerating a a work situation that's exhausting and it's frustrating. And what makes it even more insane is that a lot of people think this is just normal, that work is just supposed to be exhausting and draining, and work is just supposed to suck. And this is not true. This does not have to be true for you. So a little bit of my own background of some of the jobs I had before coaching. The very first job that I had was a job where I picked up trash at a public pool on Long Island, New York. This is where I grew up. And I actually enjoyed some parts of the the job where I picked up trash. Uh, I liked that I had the freedom to walk around I didn't have a boss looking over me, so I wasn't micromanaged. I really enjoyed that aspect, but I pretty much despised everything else about the job. Um, it There was no meaning that I got from it, and I wasn't paid well at all. Uh, later on, I took on a job in HR, and I I, I kind of thought like that would be it for me. I, I thought I was born to be an HR professional, uh, but very quickly, I realized that I did not like the the corporate nine to five schedule at all. I felt very trapped in that nine to five uh, framework, and also I didn't like engaging with the workplace politics and this this uh, pressure to win people over in order to get ahead. I just didn't didn't work for me, um, and I also didn't feel challenged in my HR days. I didn't feel like. Um, I was able to grow as fast as I wanted to grow. I felt like I had to slow down, and I'm a very fast-paced learner. So I didn't like that I had to basically wait my turn in order to start making a, a greater contribution. Uh, and then a little bit later after that, I also worked as a teacher for some time. I, I taught English to uh, English as a second language to students in China. And uh, I, at first, found this to be very fulfilling uh, and then after the first year, the novelty wore off very quickly. Um, it just became okay, a new set of faces and the same curriculum. So I just felt like I was showing up, I was presenting my lesson, and I was going back home. So it was just it became a bit uh, mon- monotonous. Um, but one of the things I did appreciate about being a teacher is that um, it really helped me develop some of my skills as a, as an educator and as a presenter. And I will tell you that. 10-year-olds, 11-year-olds, 12-year-olds, they are a very tough crowd. You really need to be on it in order to keep their attention. So a lot of what I learned as an educator has helped uh, inform me in how I actually train our coaches in the academy and also a lot of the facilitation skills that I teach our students as well. So um, when I was a teacher... Um, one of the other things I didn't love about it was the very early schedule. Um, my body just struggles to wake up early in the morning. I find myself more productive naturally in the evening hours. So it felt like I was going against my body's natural sleep cycle and and it just wasn't ideal. So with every job I had, there were some things I liked, but there were other things I didn't. So when I when I got clear about what I wanted, I realized that the lifestyle I wanted to live was one where I could really be independent, work work truly as my own boss. I wanted to work from home. Uh, I preferred to have flexibility with my schedule where I'm not working more than 30 hours a week. Um, I wanted to take long vacations. I wanted to express myself creatively in my work. And I wanted to do work that made a, a genuine and positive contribution in people's lives. Uh, so I realized that when I had all of that clear, life coaching was such a perfect career because it, it allowed me to create that lifestyle and it also honored my values. Um, so that's when I decided after I was teaching in China, that's when I was starting to also develop my skills as a coach and, and begin planting those seeds of growing my own coaching business. So one of the things that I love so much about coaching even to this day is that the novelty never wears off with it. Because I also wondered, hmm, maybe after a few years, I'm not going to get as excited when I coach anymore. And it's actually been the opposite. I find myself even more excited and energized as I coach because there's so much depth and nuance to understanding people. So um, it truly is such an incredible and a rewarding career path. Um, So let's talk about the signs that it's time to change careers and I want you to listen really closely to this because even if you realize or see one of these signs in you, that is enough evidence that it's time to explore some other options and really reflect on what it is you want. Now, you might think, hmm, things. I should wait until things get really bad before I quit. Quitting should be only appropriate when things are are horrible, And I want to tell you that that's actually not true. You don't need to wait for everything to blow up in your job before you quit. Just like if you're in a relationship, you don't have to wait until there's this insanely dramatic um, dr- dramatic moment or fight with your partner to justify why it's time to break up. You can simply want to quit a job because you just want to quit a job. You, you don't need any more explanation to yourself or to anyone else but that. Okay, so things do not have to be very bad in order for you to quit. So, one of the obvious signs that it's time to quit is if you feel like the work environment has become toxic. So, maybe you're having major issues with your boss or your team. Perhaps you're feeling bullied and criticized, demoralized or degraded by by your uh, team or your boss. This is completely unacceptable and this alone is enough reason for you to quit if you're if you are experiencing what feels like a toxic work environment. Okay, no one deserves that and if you're feeling any of those things, then get out of there. <laughs> get out of that job. Okay, so another sign is if you feel underappreciated. Okay, so some of these signs are going to be a little bit less Noticeable and um, common sense. So tune in really closely to some of these. So under, if you're feeling underappreciated, um, part of being underappreciated is being underpaid. So I know that you might think, oh, but you know my the company only has a certain budget for me, or they can only really pay me this much. That's that's not your problem, right? That's the company's problem. That's not your problem. You don't need to tolerate less than what you desire especially if you feel like you are putting in way more value than what you are getting back financially. Maybe there's a huge discrepancy between those two. So think about that right now. With all of the value and energy that you're pouring into the company, do you feel that you're getting an appropriate reflection of that in your salary? And if there's a gap there, then that's a sign. Maybe it's time to reconsider career paths. Another sign is if you are overworking. So how do you know if you're overworking? If you are often leaving work exhausted, right? Maybe the expectations continue to go up, but it feels like no matter what you do, it's never going to be enough. There's always more and more and more expected of you, and you're leaving work with low energy. Some days you might go home and you just want to crash. You find it hard to have energy to do anything else. Now, maybe even the thought of going into work the next day drains you right away, and you might find that you are fantasizing about the weekend or your next vacation or just some kind of time when you can actually relax and breathe. This is a major sign. It's time to change career paths. Another sign is if you feel like you've plateaued. If you feel like you've plateaued. So maybe you're no longer feeling challenged by the job. Maybe at at one point you were. You were learning new skills. You were growing. But now you don't feel challenged at all. You don't feel fulfilled. You don't even feel excited to go into work. It's it's creating apathy for you. Okay, maybe you feel like, um, or you've been told that <clears throat> you're going to be given promotions and pay raises, and uh, and you're not. You're having unfulfilled promises from your boss, uh, and you're not learning any new skills. You might start to feel the sense of complacency because you're not growing. And as time goes on, perhaps you're feeling disconnected from those original reasons that you got into that career or, or started working with that organization. Maybe at times you feel like you need a fake enthusiasm, like you put on a smile, you show some kind of um, positivity, but it's not true or genuine. Secretly, you're just counting down the, the hours until the day's over. So if you can't remember the last time you felt really energized by a new idea or a project, then it might be time to reevaluate your role and your career. Another sign it's time to change career paths is if you are often hoping things will get better. This is huge. Okay, I call this false hope. And it is very dangerous to stay in a job when your reasoning to stay in that job is because you think, oh, but it'll get better someday. It's just really tough right now. It's just going to get better. It's like staying in a relationship with someone and you, you, the thing you love more than them is your hope. In them, And I learned this the hard way in my very first relationship. There was a lot of hope on who I wanted the person to be versus who the person actually was. This can happen as well in careers. So do you actually love the career you're in? Or do you more love your hope that things will get better? Is that is what's trapping you in it? So if you're banking on things getting better and you're telling yourself, oh, this is just temporary, this is going to pass, it's just, it's just like a moment of, of stress, but things are going to get better. Things are just really chaotic right now, right? You find that you're constantly justifying or rationalizing why things are the way they are. Then that's a sign that it's time to change your career. This is such a big one. A lot of people justify their job and put so much energy into justifying all the chaos of their job when they can put all the energy justifying into creating a, a career they actually love. And then another sign is if you are starting to question or wonder if there is more out there for you, okay? If you are wondering, hmm, I think I am born to do something more. I think I desire to have a greater contribution. Maybe you're starting to notice career opportunities online or you're starting to do some research about other career options. Maybe you even listen or hear about other people talk about their careers and you have a little bit of jealousy or envy and you think, hmm, that must be nice that they just landed those amazing careers, this could be a sign that it's time for you to change paths if you're already starting to look at or explore other opportunities. You're noticing them. Now, one of the things I find to be really powerful to make it crystal clear is if you think about your boss right now, do you want to turn out like your boss? That's a great question to ask yourself, right? Right? Look at your boss. Look at their, the way they show up, um, who they are. Do you want to end up like them? Because if you don't want to turn out like your boss, then it's time to change directions. It's time to go in the other direction. Go somewhere else. One of the greatest questions I love as well is if you were unemployed and your current job was offered to you as it is, would you accept it or would you keep looking? Isn't that good? Let me ask it one more time. If you were unemployed and your current job was offered to you as it is, would you accept it or would you keep looking? That's going to reveal so much to you. So how many of these signs are you seeing in yourself? Remember, even just having one of these signs is enough for you to really examine or at least consider other options. One of the things I like to remember and and remind my clients, is that your life is a reflection of what you're willing to tolerate. Your life is a reflection of what you're willing to tolerate. So everything in your life right now, right, if you're tolerating a career you don't love, then it's time to examine what if you stopped tolerating and started creating something more, right? You don't have to tolerate a career. You can actually have a career that you love. This is available to you. So I'm going to give you a little bit more to consider, for for any kind of career transition you might have or clients might also experience. One question to ask yourself is, why are you in your career? Why are you in the career you're in right now? What are your actual reasons for it? And then you want to see if you like those reasons. So are your reasons really about your genuine love and enjoyment of the career? Or are your reasons more about justifying why you should stay? Or are they fear based reasons why you should stay? Like, oh, I'm staying because it pays the bills, or I'm staying because it's just really all I can find right now, or you know, I'm in this career because I just went to school for this, right? These are all signs that you are not genuinely wanting to be in that career. It's not really what lights you up, okay? So when I got started as a life coach, and I was working with clients. I filled up my practice work before I was training coaches. I was, you know, working with people f- with all sorts of challenges they were going through. And I asked myself, why am I in this career as a life coach? Like, what, what is it that I really enjoy about it? Why, why am I in it? And my reasons were I, I am in this career because I. I'm so grateful to help people. And I feel like I'm making such a tremendous difference in people's lives. And I love the ongoing growth and the challenge that comes from coaching. And I love seeing the difference that coaching really makes in my clients' lives. And I, I live for the breakthrough moments. I see my clients' experience in our sessions. And I, and I love that I'm able to earn what I really want to earn. And I also love that my business can grow as fast as I want to grow. And I love that I'm constantly becoming a better person because of my work as a coach. And I also love that I get to work with wonderful, fun people. So that was how I realized, okay, this is absolutely why I am a life coach. And these are the reasons I want to have. I like these reasons. These are reasons that really uh, make me feel amazing. So another thing to consider is if if you knew that financially you're going to be okay, then what would you do? Because a lot of people stay trapped in careers because they assume that money is just not going to work out if they leave. Okay, You really have to challenge your brain's scarcity-based money mindset where you think that the, the money is enough of a reason to stay in a job. Now, for some people, for a period of time, that might actually be the case, but you don't want to live your whole life like that, right? So if financially you knew that you would be okay, would you leave? Right, especially when people are looking to transition from working for another uh, a, an organization to working for themselves, they think, "Oh, you know, I'm making whatever sixty thousand dollars working for this company, and I'm so afraid to start my own business because I don't know if I'm going to earn that." Right? You've got to really allow yourself to let anything be possible because when you have the opportunity to be your own boss and create what you want to create. You will see yourself earn way more than what you were earning with another company, okay? And I see this happen time and time again with coaches, and it also happened for me. I felt like I don't even know if it'd be possible for me to earn more than what I could earn with a company, and I was able to discover in just a couple of years how I earned way more. I was earning six figures in my 20s as a life coach, and I thought, oh my gosh, I it, it's hard for me to have imagined earning that if I stayed just working a nine-to-five for an organization. So you might wonder uh, you know, if you're thinking, I've just been in this career for so long. I have no idea what else I could possibly do. right? Maybe you've really identified with your career and you know that it's maybe you're seeing the signs, but you just don't know where else to go from there. Well, here's what I want to invite you to consider. Uh, first of all, it's not about getting the next career path to be the right one, right? You just want to go for the next one and try not to put that pressure on yourself like, oh, I got to pick the right one next time. Just go towards the next one, right? Like, where are you drawn? What is calling you? What are you curious to explore, okay? I remember when I was... Looking into becoming a coach, I was also looking into becoming a videographer as well. And I explored some job opportunities as a videographer and I also explored some coaching opportunities. And I realized very quickly okay, videography really something I'd prefer to do as a hobby (laughs) and not a career because I wasn't lit up by the learning process of learning about how to use all of the equipment. And everything with that. But when it came to coaching, I was really lit up when it came to learning the, the art of coaching, the business of coaching. I loved the process. And that's where I knew, okay, I'm so glad that I guessed and gave a couple of things a shot because now it's really informed, okay, this is the path I want to go in. And also remember that whenever you start a, a something new, a new career path, you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. I once heard someone that was looking to become a coach, they said, well, I've worked so hard climbing up the career ladder, the, the corporate ladder, and I just don't want to leave all that behind and start from the beginning, right? And I shared with them that you're not starting from scratch, right? You're starting from experience. You're not starting from nothing. You're starting from where it is that you left off. So it's not like you go from zero to 100 and then back to zero to begin, game over, new game, you're going from 0 to 100 and then you're going to 101. You're just constantly evolving. You're taking all the skills and the network and everything else that you've acquired from your previous careers into your next one. Okay? All right. And then what what I recommend doing as well if you are – Also trying to figure out what is your ideal career path. Sometimes it's about not thinking of the career path, but first starting with the lifestyle that you want to live. So what do you want your life to look like? Don't even think about the work part right now. Just what is it that you want your life to look like? Your actual lifestyle. So would you prefer to be independent? And again, you don't have to know about what the job is going to be or the career is going to be. Just about your lifestyle. So do you prefer to work independently or with a team? Would you prefer to work in an office setting or from home? Or maybe you're traveling as a part of your work. Would you prefer to work 9 to 5, that kind of structure, Monday to Friday? Or would you prefer to have some kind of flexibility with that? Or maybe having complete control over when you work? So after you get clear about the lifestyle that you most want to have, then you want to think about, okay... So what's a career that would allow me to create or honor this lifestyle or what are skills that I could learn or use to uh, that I could learn, use, and monetize to create this lifestyle? So I'll say that again. After you consider your lifestyle that you want to have, you want to ask yourself, what is the career that you can have that fulfills that or what are skills that you can monetize that could create that lifestyle for you? Okay. So if you're considering, okay, I want to go back to school, go back to college to learn a skill, right? My, my advice to you before you might drop a bunch of money getting a master's or a PhD, only do that if you're going to learn an actual skill that will get you a return, okay? Remember that the knowledge alone is not a skill. You need to learn a skill that's going to... Knowledge is not a skill, okay? You've got to learn a skill that's going to get you a return. So a lot of coaches decide to enroll in the academy instead of going back to college, instead of getting a master's or a PhD, because they realize that in the academy, they're going to get faster learning, the schedule is so flexible, and there's also a tremendous ROI when you learn the skill of coaching. Coaching is a skill, a specific skill, that you can monetize. Okay, So you might think or you might have heard that you have to really plan out because maybe you're considering the idea of quitting, but you're like, ah, I don't know, I'm just my, my plate is so full, I've got so many things going on, I don't know if I can really quit until I have my next thing planned. What I want you to consider is that you right now, because I know a lot of people struggle with, do I quit first or do I stay in the current career and then plan it out? Well, think of your energy as 100%, Okay. Right now, a good portion of your energy is being devoted to your current job. And it's not just the energy of you being there, but also the mental and emotional energy that is sucking on your soul when you're thinking about the job, okay? So it's taking up a lot of your 100% bandwidth, okay? So my point is, when you quit, you're going to have so much energy and time that will become available to you, And in that time, you can use it to make decisions and move your life forward. And I think this is really where the fun begins. So I'm not saying that everyone needs to just go quitting their jobs. But what I am revealing is that quitting does provide you with a lot of clarity and space and focus for the next chapter. So just because you're feeling exhausted and overwhelmed right now, right, it might be hard for you to make decisions in that space. So when you do quit you will have so much free up to you, so much time and energy. And from that space, you'll be able to really reflect and decide and go from there, okay? So don't trap yourself into staying in a job because it's consuming a lot of your energy and think that there's nowhere you can go with that. All right, and then you might also have a little bit of guilt about... I hear this come up quite a bit, especially people who work with teams or have patients, have students, service-based careers. You might have guilt around leaving behind your team, your clients, your students, your patients. And you might think, but what are they going to do without me if I just leave? Here's the thing. You are expected to develop and grow. It's human nature, and there's no reason to feel guilt about it. So if you are staying in a career right now out of guilt you're doing nobody any favors, right? The person who stayed, who stays in a career out of guilt, all they do is they become more resentful and less productive in their role, and everyone else is negatively impacted by it. So even if you know that your company is going to moan and complain and be upset when you quit, if you're staying out of guilt, you're doing both them and you a disservice, so what you can do instead of having guilt is replace your guilt with gratitude. Right? So if people really want you to stay, be grateful that they so appreciate you and they are going to miss you and grateful for those relationships and grateful for those connections. You can instead of having that guilt, be grateful. Like, oh, I'm really I'm really grateful that I've been able to connect and form relationships with people here and I'm grateful that I'm going to be missed. Right? But having guilt is no reason to stay in a job. You don't need to be doing that. Now, you might also question like your own loyalty. Am I? Am I being? Am I betraying the company or the team for quitting? Am I not loyal? Are people going to think I'm selfish? <clears throat> Here's the thing: there's no stigma that you need to put on yourself for quitting. Um, if you're worried about what other people are going to think about you if you quit, then listen to my episode on this podcast called "Other People's Opinions." Other People's Opinions is the title. I think it's episode 39 or 38. Perhaps you leaving your job is an opportunity for you to honor yourself while allowing other people to have opinions of you. Because other people are going to have opinions of you. That's their right. It's normal. But it's not normal for you to live at the effect of other people's opinions, So you might absolutely have people say, oh, you're selfish for quitting or you're not loyal for quitting, right? What someone says is about them, but what you hear and what you make it mean is about you, right? So if you're worried about other people's opinions, go listen to that podcast and you're going to just be blown away by that. And I just want to end by saying that you are not your job title. So it doesn't matter how long you've, you've considered yourself, oh, but I'm a nurse, but I am a teacher, but I am a lawyer you're more than your job title. Right? What really is going to give you the best clue as to where you're meant to go is by knowing what is lighting you up most about your job. So, one of our one of our graduates, Christopher, he worked as a hairstylist for so many years and he realized what he loved about his being a hairstylist was not cutting people's hair. It was having deep conversations with people. And that's what informed him that something out there must be different for him in terms of his career. And he became a life coach. And he went on and had like an $11,000 month from, from coaching. And so many other opportunities have been opening up for him. So I want to end by sharing that you all have one life to live and you owe it to yourself to do work that lights you up. You deserve that. Work that you actually want to do and work that you get excited about, work that challenges you to grow as a person, and also a career that allows you to make the contribution that you feel called to make. That's what I got on this episode. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next one. Hey, would you like access to powerful coaching tools you can use on yourself and clients right away? For being a listener of the podcast, I'm giving you a VIP guest pass to get a sneak peek into my coach training program. Inside, you'll learn our coaches' secret tool they use to transform their clients' lives. And you'll also get a training on how to launch a coaching business. Just head over to www.thrivingcoachacademy.com to get started. I'll see you on the inside.